Hi, I'm attorney Zania Maynard, and I specialize in business law, real estate, and helping you see the bigger picture. This podcast is the beginning of a series that I hope will inspire and empower every listener to not only go after their dreams, but to do it legally and to do it big. Season one is all about the beginning of a business. This is my chance to talk to small businesses about their journeys to ownership and the steps they took to become their brand. Thank you for tuning in. This is season one, Building the Business. Today I'm talking to Summerlin Astrom. She's a photographer from New Jersey and the owner of Summerlin Ashton Photography, specializing in weddings, portraits, maternity, and more. Summer started taking photos when she was in high school, but rediscovered her love of photography at the end of 2019 and decided to turn her passion into a business this past summer. So thank you for coming to Building Your Own Business. This is so cool because I'm also building my business at the same time. Yeah, so much for having me. This is super exciting. Excited for you. This is a great time for, you know, building a business, especially in these times. It's definitely great to find, you know, a new outlet and yeah, for know, sure. following your passion when, when there's a little doubt. Which brings me to my first question. Let's talk about why you decided to build your business and why now? Sure. So um, I would say after years of truly fighting this, it's going to sound crazy, <laughs> but fighting my natural tendencies, I've realized that my brain is like creatively driven. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I first went into college with an art degree. Uh, I wanted to pursue photography, then changed over to graphic design. Um I felt graphic design was a safer choice over photography. I don't know. I, I kept finding myself <laughs> always wanting to go safe, safe. So mm-hmm. after that, I pursued a marketing degree um, in business. And now I still work um, in that type of job. So I, I really figured out um, that after after a lot of time, I, I've, I've just come to the conclusion, like, you know, this is how my brain wants to work. I, I walk around and I'm in a certain environment. And I'm like, oh, wow, I see a photo in this light would be so it'd be so nice and oh that'll be you know this this place would be so cool for photos and I'm like why why do I keep naturally thinking like this not acting on it so um one day I found myself following a bunch of different photographers and taking a lot of free online courses on photography and I heard this quote like do it now because later becomes never and I was yes, like, you know what, yes. let me go for it and, and see what happens. So one day I was like, I pick up a camera, I'm going to get a friend to do some photos with me and let's see if this in my brain is as fun as it seems, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of how it happened. That's how it started out. So really been that doing is, it. That is so cool. I'm so happy for you. And Ooh. I feel like, although I'm not creative at all, well, I won't do that to myself. I'm creative, but like. Everyone's creative in some way. Everyone's yeah. Got it. <laughs> but I'm definitely more calculated and that's mm-hmm. fine. Like I c- celebrate that about myself. But yeah. so when it comes to work and hobbies, I'm exploring that a lot, especially like in all my interviews with small business owners, like 
mm-hmm. turning your hobby into work. And what I find is that, you know, you're talking like a lot about like what your brain wants is that it doesn't feel like work so long as you're doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of cool that even though you, you know, you changed your major so much in college that, you know, taking the safest bet in marketing, at least that allowed you to get to this point where you can feel comfortable enough to start a business, you know, and not have to worry yeah. about any financial burdens or anything. Yeah, it definitely helped you know, where I am now and understanding. I've I've taken like social media courses in college too. So, I mean, some of that's like, it comes natural to people. Some Mm -hmm. people it doesn't, or at least learning the business side of things. Um, Especially if you're, if you're more creative, you tend to not stay as organized or understand like the financial balance of things, how to make profit and not just spend or making sure you're charging the right amount of money for things so yes 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 all of that definitely helped um get get to where I am now I mean of course there's still a lot to learn every day and Mm -hmm. there's definitely learning curves especially to owning your own business um even on the creative side you know how how to make people happy how how to you know read a client and understand like what their style is what they're looking for especially if you're photographing like a milestone in their life you know there's definitely lots to yeah. work towards and learn but um my background's definitely helped me you know yeah to, that's to awesome I never really thought about that too like you know because in law typically I'm working on a case for someone because they have a problem so it's not necessarily a happy moment in their life um but you know mm. in photography you know you're being extra careful for the opposite reason because it is, you know, typically a happy moment in their life and they want to remember it forever. And, but we, we approach it the same way in that, you know, you want it to be perfect because you don't want anything to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes that's, it puts a lot of pressure on you because, you know, taking photos comes natural to you, you know, like when you first picked up a camera, you weren't thinking, oh, I can charge this person this amount of money to take this photo. You took the photo because you enjoyed doing it. And now, you know, when you turn it into a business and all these, you know, background things come up, like how to make a profit and, you know, what angles work best for this kind of client. So that's interesting. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I mean, like you said, from, from your position, it's not always the happiest moment in someone's life where you're taking them on as, you know, someone to help or... So for that exact reason, you need to make sure it's the best possible case scenario for that person and, and that they yeah. enjoy their experience. Um, yeah, it's definitely a great point because, I mean, we have similar goals, just in mm-hmm. different ways. Definitely. So let's talk more about, you said that you, were, you took social media classes. Was that in college or have you taken any courses post-college in preparation for your business? Yeah, so um, there was some courses that had to do with like marketing, whether it was to pursue your own small business or Mm -hmm. just in general, if you want a job that has to do with social media, they do, they did get into uh, different strategies you could use. But one of the takeaways is that social media changes daily. there's There's always something new coming out. You always have to be able to adapt. So whether or not you took a class three months ago, well, now Instagram has this thing called Reels. So what are you going to mm-hmm. do about that now? You know, mm-hmm. um, so you, you could you could always learn as much as you want in, you know, a year ago. But 
you have to keep adapting and keep learning um that's so true so it's so funny you should see the attorneys on instagram trying to use reels well not (laughs) let me not say trying because they're doing it but Mm -hmm. you know attorneys and doctors even like you know a lot of plastic surgeons use instagram for marketing but um it's just so funny to see like these like you know they're in their their suits with their ties but they're dancing to these songs that we've been (laughs) hearing on tiktok all summer but it's working hey yeah i mean if if it's drawing the right people that that's another thing too you could get a million views but is that gonna turn into a client you know, right. so you could rack up all these views, you could go viral if you want, but are you making a profit off of the fact that you just went viral on something? You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times like people chase after the wrong thing and then mm-hmm. they wonder why they don't why it doesn't turn into like a wedding booking. Right. So right. It's like it's great to get involved in it, but like just make sure it makes sense for like Definitely. your brand, especially when you're starting out. It's I mean, you kinda try everything and see what's working. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like plastic surgery, I can totally see that making sense, and even <laughs> doing reels or something like that. Like, gotta see what works and like what's actually gonna, you know, make you profit in the end too. Definitely, and I also feel like we're kind of caught in the middle. Like when I talk about my business goals to um, like an older generation, they're very like. I actually spoke to someone a month ago. Mm-hmm. And his first piece of advice for me, just when I was just telling him about my law firm, mm-hmm. was whatever you do, don't create a podcast. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do. And he said, well, no, you don't want to do that because you don't want people to have a reason to not like you. And I was like, well, I find that actually really interesting uh-huh. because, you know, you know, millennials, Gen Z, like our generation, we're definitely more comfortable with getting to know each other yeah. than older generations are. And, Very you know, like they like Facebook and they're starting to adapt to Instagram, but they're still very particular about the things that they share. Hmm. Whereas yeah. our generations, you know, like we're comfortable with it. Like we want you to see our lives. And even now as business owners, I, I have to grow another level or another layer of comfort and allowing people that I didn't necessarily work with or go to school with Mm -hmm. to view my page but um I don't know I think that the reason why I wanted to do the podcast wasn't even for me I really just wanted to do it because I was learning so much about small businesses already Mm -hmm. that I couldn't figure out a way to just share the information like I could turn my Instagram into um like a marketplace (laughs) but then you know like i i didn't think that that'd be a good way to like especially like in this in this age of like multitasking and you could be driving your car listening to a podcast that you like so you don't have to to necessarily be on like a computer looking at a blog scrolling through and reading an article right you just listen in and get to know someone especially if they're coming from like a vulnerable place like you said earlier they're they're looking to you for you know legal needs but also in some way there's a comfort there especially if mm-hmm. if they've heard you speak or you know they like your demeanor that's also yeah. good going in yeah that. for sure so i was actually speaking to a um photography business owner a couple days ago and she's like hey, listen, when you get a chance, can we sit down? Because 
um, you know, I had a couple people who um, canceled their shoots last minute this weekend, and I need something oh, in no. writing to secure their deposits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, like, of course. And I felt so bad because I know that feeling, right? Like, yeah. especially like what we were talking about before, you're doing, this is your hobby. Like, this is what you like to do, you know, on the side. Mm-hmm. But then once you have to start acting like a manager in khakis yeah. and a white shirt, you know, like it gets to be annoying. And I was like, yeah, like, of course I want to help you. And like, that's really who I want to be to small businesses. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm like just an attorney in a three-piece suit with a briefcase. I really want to mm-hmm. be more of a mentor yeah, um, and like try to help prevent these things from happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my goals. Yeah, I feel like especially in, in this person's shoes, like when someone cancels, not only are you allotting that time in that session, say, you know, it was like an hour long session outside that was maybe 30 minutes away, you know, that mm-hmm. there's only so much time that the light's really good in a day. So you can really only have a couple people in, in one weekend day, you know, right? so for right. someone to cancel, it also takes away the possibility of having anyone else in that time slot. And, and then there's also all the editing, like people also, um, they see the pretty photos and they understand like the session is, you know, that amount of time, but there's a lot of other hours that go into everything behind the scenes. Right. Behind the scenes. That's, that's really, really where all the work is. That's really where all the work is. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. So some people are like, oh, wow, you could use the camera and take photos. Great. And it's like, well, there's a lot more that I'm going to do when I go home. First of all, I'm mm-hmm. going to back it up in two different places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's even a little time consuming. You know, like there's, there's oh, just wow. so much, you know, because who knows what if some crazy disaster happens and like you only had all of those photos in one place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think They're about gone, that. Especially if it's a wow. wedding day. So one of the first things you do is just back everything up. Wow. You have just different drives and music clouds and there's a lot of places it needs to go like right away so so how many clients have you had since you started your business so so now keep in mind this is very new okay (laughs) first of all be an overly impressive number no, it is impressive because I wish there was a way that I could share my screen on this call right now. The photos that you post on your Instagram are amazing. So Thanks. even if it's only been two clients, you're doing such that. a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I really Welcome. appreciate that. It means a lot. Um, let me see. So I did my first wedding. September. Oh my gosh. That was like, it was like a nice little micro wedding because of COVID. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, like, do you have a photographer for this already? You know, so, that's cool. So that's how I I slipped in there. So I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I've had that. I've had um, three engagement sessions, the wedding. I love your engagement sessions. They're so cute hey. and intimate. I love them. I mean, the wedding the wedding is very fun to do. I think though the engagement session is my favorite thing I've done so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Um, but in total, I've had uh, four different couples. And That's so one cool. Pe- one repeating portrait. So really, yeah. 
Really that is so cool. And were these people that you knew already, like from your own networks or did they find you on Instagram? Yeah, so so one of them was purely from Instagram, which was really wow. cool. Um, because I was like, wow, this is working. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I have to build up my numbers and stuff to maybe feel more reputable to someone or, or trustworthy right. in some way. Like maybe, you know, a certain count of followers, I think, just gives someone some reassurance. So Definitely. I'll get there. But um, yeah, I had my first client I've never met before, ever knew. Um, wow. Reach out on social media. And I was like, wow, this is really, really fun. You know, I've had a few mm-hmm. people reach out and one actually booked and um we did their engagement session it was so fun we we all clicked right away they were a super friendly couple so that was a really exciting experience um and i was like well like i could do this that was like a really That's cool so moment cool. i was like i didn't know these people before today and they loved <laughs> their photos we had a great time so yeah and one couple i've never met before another one i haven't talked to in like a few years i knew, I knew wow. her college and but we, we like kept in touch here and there on like social media, so that's how one mm-hmm. of them happened. But one purely didn't know, <laughs> and um, <laughs> everyone else I've like either met before in some way. But yeah, I've, I've had other people reach out, but for it to turn into a booking, not yet, just the one. So um, yeah, and yeah. I think that's all you know. And also, we haven't even talked about the fact that we met working at a restaurant. So honestly, (laughs) anytime I hear about anybody that we worked with, like, you know, moving on, starting their own business, you know, Mm -hmm. or starting a job in the career that they were working towards while we were working at the restaurant, it makes me so happy. Yes, same. I I love that. I feel like um, you you meet a lot of people that are ready to hustle in the restaurant industry Mm -hmm. because they're like, look, I'm doing this on the weekend so I can do this for my future. You see a lot of that. I've worked at a few different restaurants and I've seen personally the most drive out of the people that I worked with in a restaurant at Seasons where we were together. So that is so funny. I say that all of the time because a lot of go-getters in there. (laughs) Yeah. We just had such a good crew and I feel like a lot of us were in school. Like that was maybe the third restaurant that I'd worked in Mm -hmm. or like food industry type place. And I, I say the same thing. I was like, you know, the reason why I think I had so much fun working there is because it was cool to also be in school at the same time when you were working there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, because we were all doing it together. Yeah. So That's it's funny. definitely, it pays to be around people who, you know, can lift you up and support you in the things that you're doing because, yeah. you know, doing even, homework even on if... the side and watching people go out is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah. fun. Yeah, I remember it. It would be like... 10 p.m. I think that was another great thing about the place is we didn't close too late so we yeah, had some yeah. sanity after we could go grab something to eat or a drink or something for like right. the end of the night and then I'll catch up and then go on with our lives again so it was exactly. kind of like so where's everyone at and glad you're doing that thing or someone needs a little push like yep. know, they'll, they'll get it for someone in that group <laughs> yep yep that's so funny yeah so let's go back to talking about clients because like what you were saying about the one person that reached out to you and you didn't know them like how did that feel like were you nervous about like booking them like how did you like what did you do yeah I remember I got so excited I was like oh my gosh okay I don't know these people like how do I act I, I'm let me let me collect myself before I respond <laughs> um so I just remember thinking like let me let me set up a game plan because 
I actually, I enrolled in his business course. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I am still working full time. So it's mm-hmm. been time consuming to, you know, do the sessions, edit the sessions, work full time. Oh and gosh. then try to catch up with this business course. So I'm like, I know this course tells me what to do now, but I'm not <laughs> there yet. So I'm like winging it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I just like calmed down. I was like, what would I want to hear as someone reaching out that's like never done something like this before? That's important. So mm-hmm. I was like, I, I want to be friendly and just be like, hey, like, thanks for reaching out. This is this date works for me and you know you kind of go from there you, you first make sure like if they have a time frame that works mm-hmm. for you you confirm that right away and then they'll be like okay what is your pricing for this type of shoot or this long of a shoot how many photos do you give and that's where the conversation kind of goes so um wow. once the conversation like picked up it was like easy kind of back and forth mm-hmm. um so once I once I started out and collected myself and gave like time frames and locations, it it kind of flowed smoothly from there. Um, yeah. And luckily, that business course that I was enrolled in, they have um, like a contract template, so you're not just good. You're not good. just like throwing stuff out there and hoping for the best. Like you you have something to back it up. That's that's awesome that's like music to my ears <laughs> yeah, there, there's something i learned that was like if you're gonna do this you gotta get lay all this out first because someone's mm-hmm. gonna come to you and you're gonna need that so yep. um that is something i did invest in i mean maybe as my business like grows or in the future i'm gonna have different needs like i know who yeah. to come to now <laughs> sure. i got you so, I mean, it's something I purchased the template. I, like, fill it out. But it's really helpful. And it has things in there I would have never thought to include. So. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's a good base. It's a good base. So, just, yeah. it has my back, you know. Exactly. It's it's exactly what it's called. It's a template. And I don't think there's anything wrong with using a template. I just think, you know, as a business owner, you just have to recognize and take the time to learn what you need as a business owner and what your business needs to survive. And if that takes time, then that takes time. Yeah. So in me doing these interviews, it's good. Like the reason why I'm asking these questions is because I want to know like, okay, so now that I know that most business owners that I talk to heavily rely on social media to grow their client intake. And so that's one of the things that I want to make sure that I could help people with is protecting their themselves and their businesses from social media engagement, mm-hmm. you know, cause like you don't okay. want to be nervous when you're talking to someone, yeah. um, you know, and, but like that doesn't apply to everyone. Like I said, like if I have a client, you know, who's a bit older and maybe they only use a, their website, mm-hmm. you know, to gain clients and they only work with phone call consultations. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, that's a little bit different, but yeah, I think that's what that's what a lawyer's for. You know, I can <laughs> I can customize those things for you. But starting with the template, there's nothing wrong with that, and that actually that makes me happy because that at least then I know that you know I could respect you as a business owner for understanding and realizing that you need to be protected. Thank you. I mean, I mean, this <laughs> kind of follows up into the question of what do I need to look out for on social media from a legal perspective, especially like in in my shoes, like as a photographer. Mm-hmm. What is something so, for, I guess. so in the past week, actually, this is all relevant because I've been doing so much research on photography businesses specifically. 
So one of the things that you should think about are the are what you can guarantee to your clients um, beforehand. And, you know, which is important because there's a lot of things that could happen the day of a shoot that you just can't anticipate. You know, we call them acts of God. But, you know, like if it's raining on a wedding day, like, I mean... <laughs> What do you do? Obviously, plans change, and that yeah. should be laid out beforehand so that they understand. Okay, in the event in the event of rain, we're not going to cancel our wedding, but it may change. Photo, you know, summer's approach. Yeah, right. True. So, guarantees that's huge. Deposits are huge for honor, and then like what happens after? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, how long do I need to hold on to them for for you to be like, right. hey, can I get this? photo and it's three years later yeah that's a good point for sure Mm -hmm. um i mean i mean i definitely considered the the part where you said um like acts of god like who knows yeah some things just have to happen and then you learn from it and you say okay so i don't want this to happen again or maybe like something works well and you're like wow this worked really well today like i want to make sure this is how it goes every time so you know what i mean so yeah definitely um one of the other things that i found really interesting um that applies to photography businesses was so that time frame in between um the actual photo shoot and when you get the prints to the client like how does that work do they ask you beforehand like how soon can we get the photos or so do you give them a date so i i have not i've never given a hard date um, okay especially because i'm working full time um i want to ensure that like i can promise i love these photos i feel confident in them i feel confident that you're gonna love them i want to be sure that i'm gonna deliver something the client's gonna love so if i feel super rushed um i might be more nervous and you know i speed it along in a way that i'm not as happy with the end result so i never give a hard date but i give like a time frame so okay, good. something I've heard with weddings is people are like, oh, like three months usually. I've heard mm-hmm. six months. So, I mean, I think six months personally is, is very long. Yeah, um, yeah. And at that, at that point, if you can't deliver something in that time frame, maybe it's best to outsource certain things in your business. But, right. you know, that, that's not my business. You know, that's not my, you know, I guess what, when, I, when, I come, <laughs> when I come to that, I, I would like to get them get photos to someone while they're still excited about it yeah so there you for go an engagement mm-hmm. session i i i've given like a month because an engagement session oh, wow. isn't as many photos and mm-hmm. i love doing them it's my favorite thing so far that i've gotten to do Aww. so i get excited I'm like oh i'm gonna get, like edit this engagement session like they're just so fun and the couples i've got to work with make make it fun so yeah I'm, and do they I, pick the locations or do you give them suggestions? So I've had someone say exactly where they want it. I've had someone say, well, I kind of live in this area, open to anything. I sent them mm-hmm. a few different locations. I'm pretty sure they just like checked around Instagram or like, this is my favorite <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Let's do here. So yeah. yeah, I have like a little list saved of like this type of area. These are good locations. And what do you need an expensive permit for? You know, let's avoid those. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so just doing that research too. Like, there's a lot of things like that that take time, but 
certain certain sessions I'll I'll guarantee certain time frames. So for now, um, I think as it picks up, I may have to give a bigger time frame just to, I guess, you know, be safe, be on the safe side, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think something that could give you like an edge. I've heard, um, I've heard the phrase like um, under promise and then like overperform, like give them more than you said, or, or you know, I get, like that. Well, in the in the terms of like a time frame, so like yeah, under promise and say like oh I'll I'll have this due in like three months, four months, and then you give it to them in like one or two, they're gonna be like super excited. So. Um, yeah, you, especially you when you're yourself, working for yourself. Yeah, like you give yourself a safety net, but then you also are able to excite someone and, you know, make their day and like, hey, like your photos are ready. And they're just like, oh my gosh, I'm really pumped because I was not <laughs> expecting this for another month. So mm-hmm. that's And I can just imagine too. like a bridezilla, she's planning her wedding. She knows that she's waiting for photos <laughs> and, you know, she's got like these, these, uh, holiday cards and magnets that she wants to make with these photos but you know she's got all these plans on hold so I you know I never that wasn't I wasn't even thinking about that when I was looking at the uh, contracts the other day but I was like well I guess that is something that you might want to have in writing so you know so they can't come to you in two weeks and say hey where are my photos you know like people have the weirdest expectations when they're not on the other side of things you know and we know that from the service industry <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean something like a wedding day takes a while you know there's there's mm-hmm. certain things that can make it a little easier for you outside of like outsourcing to someone you know i'm i'm nowhere near that yet and and i don't know yeah. that i'll ever truly want to give up that control if i find myself so busy you know there's people yeah, that that's important charge more so that they can take less weddings Yep. So, you know, yep. there's different tactics for what's going to work for you. But um, I don't know. I mean, at, at this point, I'm I'm definitely guaranteeing a certain time frame. But I know and feel very confident I can deliver it under that. Like, that's that's always going to be my Good. goal. So, yeah. Spoken like a true businesswoman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, you're welcome. So, my last question for you is what advice would you give someone starting a photography business? I'll call it a side hustle. So someone that still has a full-time job, but wants to turn their hobby of photography into a business. Okay. Um, So the first thing I would say is if it's photography specifically, pick up a camera. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to (laughs) use all the settings, you know, that's something that's so interesting to me is um, if you don't know how to use a camera on manual mode, you have no idea what goes into exposing so a correct true. image and making oh your photo gosh. look like you want it to in your head. You know? Yeah. Even just having a blurred background, you know, like and then a sharp focused subject. That mm-hmm. takes time mm-hmm. to learn that and, you know, how to use the light to your advantage. So pick up a camera and like learn how to use it. Like, learn how to use it to the mm-hmm. point that I see something in my head with this type of light in this photo and this this subject. Like, I want it to look like this. If you could take the photo how you want it to in your head, then you're ready to take a picture of a person and, like, get someone you're comfortable with. Like, I had one of my friends. I was like, come on, let's take some pictures. Post <laughs> cute ones on Instagram. Like, there's going to be at least one cute one. 
so that worked and she was like sure so we went out and we had a bunch of fun like we were out for so long the sunset we were still taking photos and then I went to edit and it was because like yep. I said someone's gonna come to you even if it's just because they think your price is good like someone's gonna come to you and yep. you're you're not gonna know what to do with that so you could True. take like a, a small amount of you know a savings and, and, and invest in a, like a cheaper template that you might have to really research and figure out how to mm-hmm. make it your own so that one mm-hmm. day when you're ready and can invest in like a good quality one like you had that to start you had that to, that yep. had your back for a bit the foundation yeah yep. so those are the two things is if you're not used to photography like pick up a camera you could you could find like a used one that's still good quality they release new ones all the time so people are always buying the new ones they're getting rid of the old ones you'll find a used one somewhere for a good price it just practice and see if you love it if you love it, it's worth it and then invest to wow. back up you know invest in the foundation and start an instagram because instagram is free so <laughs> oh and one more well thing. i would say oh one I, more I thing this is thing. a true business woman this is the last thing um i've heard this quote like the phrase or, or the thought of what will people think has killed more mm-hmm. dreams than anything else and wow that's so true because I could have launched my Instagram page and then like no one liked it or or it just didn't go anywhere or what's the worst that could happen? You know, mm-hmm, terror mm-hmm. that someone's going to think. Especially if you don't even wow. see someone or talk. Like, it does not matter. So, also That's so true. don't care about that. Or at least try your best That's not to. That's so true. I definitely, it's, it's funny because I hear your business course in the way that you speak about your business. So I think that's a, that's a really, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, especially having done a couple of these episodes, I can tell that you've been studying not only the photography business, but just business in general. And you understand it from a particular perspective and it comes out in the way that you speak about your business. And that's awesome. Cause I think that's going to take you far as a one woman show, especially if that's something that you want to continue so kudos to you thanks and i really appreciate that you're welcome i i'm looking forward to working with you in the future i'm also just looking forward to seeing like where you go (laughs) next time i talk to you (laughs) (laughs) thanks thanks we shall see in the future (laughs) well thank you i I feel the same about you and and I, i love that you're doing this i love the podcast regardless if you were told not to do it at some point (laughs) <laughs> thank you because it's gonna highlight everything you bring to the table and thank you you're very personable you know exactly what you're talking about so i'm excited to see where you go where this all takes you and i know you're gonna be so successful in your law firm thank you for tuning into this episode i hope you enjoyed it If you're ready to start your big business, visit my website at www.zmainerlaw.com. Until next time.